0: Hey, St. James, my name is Ali Taylor. I'm one of the vicars here at St. James. I'm here with the sermon for the first week in June. Our readings are taken from 1 Chronicles 29, verses 13 to 15, and 1 Peter 1, verse 1. So let's start with the Chronicles reading. Oh, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I, and who are my people? that we could give anything to you. Everything we have has come from you and we give you only what you first gave us. We are here only for a moment, visitors and strangers in the land as our ancestors were before us. Our days on earth are like a passing shadow, gone so soon without a trace. And our second reading is 1 Peter. This letter is from Peter, an Apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia. that's our two readings. We are starting at St. James a series looking at 1 Peter. There are several themes coming out of 1 Peter, and we'll look at them verse by verse as we go through it. We'll pick them out and you will see them. We'll explore them together. Um, but today is our first, first sermon from that series. We're going to be looking at what he says to the church and how we can apply it to us. We often talk about the church, the worldwide church, the as with different pictures. I was about to say the body of Christ. That's a big one, the body of Christ. This is the church. We often talk about the bride of Christ, the church, and she. But there's another theme that goes through the Bible, right from Genesis all the way through, and it's the people of God as foreigners, strangers, sojourners, travelers. And it's the people who are unsettled, always moving. We get that from our Chronicles reading. I read that bit again. First the writer says, Oh God, what can we give you? Everything that we have comes from you. And then they self-identify and they say, We are here only for a moment. We are visitors and strangers, as our ancestors were before us. This is the self-identification as rootlessness that goes beyond this generation the generation before and the generation before that who we hello where am I from I am a stranger and a visitor we often don't say people say where are you from I'm a stranger and a visitor is not something you often hear but it is exactly how the Israelites self identify through the Old Testament And it's how Peter identifies the people he's talking to. In uh, Genesis 47 verse 9, Jacob is asked by um, the Pharaoh, how old are you? And he says, I have sojourned 140 years. Sojourned means to travel, it means nomadic life. So when Jacob is self-identifying. How old are you? Well, my years are marked with sojourn, with travel. And I have travelled through this life and through this space for 140, he says, hard years. And when God's talking to the Israelites, he reminds them to be good to foreigners. Why? Because you were foreigners in Egypt. So even when they settle in the promised land there's still that reminder in the back of their head you were a foreigner not so long ago. You began there. And we treat foreigners with dignity and love because we are them and they are us. In London we see this a lot. Lots of people live in a land where they weren't born, in a land where their parents weren't born, in a land where they are traveling, and you can see land as a huge thing, like a whole country. We can see it as a bit of a, a bit of a town. So for Steve, his granddad was born in Kent. He travelled to London. He walked to London to be a bit a uh, butcher's help, and he then moved to Golders Green, and then Steve has moved to Appleton. So even in Two generations, they've not moved far, Kent to Alperton, but they've moved, they've sojourned. And I think most of us in our family will find that sojourn idea. Even Margaret Morton, who's been part of our church longer than anybody else can imagine. She was born in East London. She sojourned. She's a traveller. She's a visitor. However, we don't often use these labels to look at ourselves, do we? We look at them for other people. There's the immigrants. There's the foreigners. There's the people who are, and words are used like, taking over, moving in. Very much connected with the other as opposed to ourselves. Even though we ourselves are also foreigners, we still look at other people and go, no, they're different, they're moving in, they're taking over. They're the foreigners. Why is that? Where does that come from? When we ourselves were foreigners, ten minutes ago. And maybe there's a pressure to build a life or to settle to be grown up. It's to have a house and to settle. And that means that we overlook or we make small our own travel, our own ideas that we might be a travelling people. Our culture might not see a pride in, might see a pride in settling down. But if we look, we're all immigrants, not so far back, and we bring that story of migration with us, actually, we know what it's like to be the stranger. We know what it's like to be odd. And we bring with us that story of who God was to us when we were the stranger. Who God was to us when we were the immigrant, the newcomer. And we all have lots to remember, therefore, from each other, from our own stories, from each other's stories, of who God has been to us and who God is to us now, because God has travelled and been with us everywhere we've been. We've learnt about him, and we've learnt about world from our travels. In 1 Peter 1, he addresses the people strangely. He says, God's chosen, living as foreigners. Chosen makes us feel honoured. We have seen and we have been seen. We are chosen. Yet, they're living as foreigners and they are not part of the community. They have kept their otherness. So there's this crazy coming together of you are chosen and special and honoured, you're an immigrant. And you're special because you're an immigrant or you're an immigrant because you are immigrant because you're special. You are chosen so no, don't conform to the ways of this world anymore, that's what Paul says. You're an immigrant because you're chosen. So immigration, although for our community now, People are worried about immigration, they want to keep it down, they want to keep England English somehow. Which is a complete no brainer because England's made up of Vikings and Normans and French and all sorts of people, and so there is no such thing. But I digress. God's chosen living as foreigners. God's chosen, we're up here, woohoo, living as foreigners, we're right back down here. We are. Um, scary to those who are settled. They might take over. They're honoured but without earthly honour. At St James we're all this uh, dias- diaspora, that's the word, diaspora. It means travellers, it means people living in a country that's not their own every single one of us even if you were born in alberton grew up in alberton and have never left alberton you are still part of a diaspora why because we all journey to christ do you remember our lent booklets here's one here that i made for you um, it talks about our journey through lent and our journey through the world and our journey to Christ from wherever it is we find ourselves and so we're all journeying, we're all travelling, we're all diaspora. And when we die we don't come back to London as if we were at home here and we're, we go home after our travel. No, we're heaven bound. Our home is heaven. Home bound and heaven bound are the same thing to us we are diaspora. Jesus says there's a home prepared for us there and he's gone to prepare it. He's made a home for us so we don't need a home here. We are honoured by God to the point where we can't take any more honour. We're honoured by God to the point where he has noticed us and chosen us and prepared a place for us and waiting for us and when we finish this hard life we will go home to him We will not go round and round here. We are not settled here. We are settled in heaven. And because we're so full of honour here, God chose you. He made you. There's a story in you of God's work in you as you have travelled through this life. God has taught you stuff that he's taught nobody else unless we share what we miss out. We are diaspora, we are immigrants, we are travellers. And because we're so filled with God's honour of being chosen, do we need the world's honour of being settled? Where are you from? Well, I'm from. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. That's fleeting. Like our chronicles reading, it's a shadow. It's gone. There's no honour in that, no real honour that lasts. Honour can be found in being an immigrant, part of the travelling people of God, which we all are. We don't have to find it in being settled, like the rest of the world around us would wish we would. So we can embrace the label traveller, immigrant, alien, because we are so full of God's honour. So I have some questions for you to think about. How far back do you need to go before you find someone in your ancestry who was a foreigner? How far back do you need to go before you can find someone in your story who was a foreigner? Maybe it's you, maybe it's your parents or your grandparents. How did they live out the honour of being chosen by God? What can you learn from their story of what it is to be chosen and a foreigner? Our Peter reading, Peter writes to foreigners living all over the place, living as foreigners but all over the place the Bible is written for foreigners it's written to be read as if you are travelling it's written to be read as if you were on a journey all the way back it was written by people on a journey, for people on a journey When you read the Bible, as diaspora, as people on a journey, what do you learn? What do you notice? We count Jesus amongst us. He was on a journey, born in Bethlehem, refugee in Egypt, grew up in Nazareth, home in heaven. So let's pray. Father God, thank you that you choose us. That you honour us. Oh, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. Everything we have comes from you. And we give you only what you first gave us. So much honour from you, we can embrace the word foreigner for ourselves. Acknowledging that that might be painful. Father, help us to share our pain with one another. In Jesus' name.